How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problem comment, computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Say that 18 times fast. Yeah, I've been doing that, saying that forever. Yeah. Uh, so feel free to get online early. Uh, it's a good time, usually in the first hour versus the second hour, to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. It's the only number. And, of course, make sure you listen to us over at 96.5HD2. Yes. I mean, I'm telling you, this station sounds amazing. I always love listening to Ray on uh, 96.5HD2. He always sounded like uh, the guy uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And let's go right to Jack out there in Glastonbury. What's happening, Jack? Hey, how you, how you guys doing today? Good, how are you? Good. Hey, just a quick message to Bill Tonks. If he really wants to do something for the state of Connecticut, why doesn't he look at the cable companies and their, you know, their terrible pricing structures that puts yeah. uh, you know, senior citizens at risk... Uh, because they have to spend all this money for a couple of channels that they want to watch on TV. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's like a car payment. Talk, yeah. What I wanted to talk about is in my neighborhood, there's um, uh, Frontier has already uh, put out their uh, their fiber optic into my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm still on their DSL, but I just noticed some some uh, GoNet speed trucks driving around with, and they're doing cable. So, or I mean, doing fiber optic as well. And right. I was wondering, it, can they coexist? In other words, can they do theirs in your neighborhood as well, and then you just choose which one you want? The the technical answer would be yes, as long as so they're not uh, GoNet Speed is not necessarily doing any micro trenching, meaning running fiber through your neighborhoods as um, and underground. So yeah, if, where we are, that everything is above ground. Perfect. So yes, you could choose GoNet Speed over. Um, Frontier. The reason Frontier is putting fiber in your neighborhood, by the way, is because of GoNet Speed. Exactly. So you can thank competition for even you're having the ability because you can't thank the attorney general for that because he didn't care. Um, He was happy to have two two incumbent providers forever keeping us literally down when it comes to internet choices. Access to our poles is very difficult. And uh, finally, GoNet Speed got access to those 40-foot wooden poles so that we could 
get into the 22nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th century here and be be more future proof and now you have a choice. So, I would contend that, you know, Frontier had their chance. They could have given you fiber years ago. Right. right. But they were happy to keep you on that crappy copper line as long as they could. Right. Um so go ahead and make your choice, but I would bet you I would I would tell you to go to go NetSpeed just out of pure spite. Yeah, right, yeah, right now uh, Right now, they're uh, you know they have a GoNetSpeed has a map that shows their coverage uh, right. in Connecticut, and the green areas is where they have it now. Yeah. The ye- yellow areas are where they're putting it in, I guess. So yep. I, we're in a yellow area right now. So I, I would have to wait a little bit, but I, I can oh. do that. Yeah. You know. uh, again, you're going to get a, the similar price or lower right. from a competing company, and that's what we need is competition here. Right. And as a matter of fact, if competition is the goal, what you do is wait until both are available in your area mm-hmm. for whatever street you're on, and then price them right and okay. see what's better. But I'm I'm thinking GoNet Speed is probably going to beat Frontier, but that's just a hunch. Right. Well, other way, uh, also um, uh, Frontier kind of has a uh, not a sterling reputation. Let's put it mm. that way. You know, so. Uh, I, I could I could speak to that, but yeah. I'm gonna just not say anything more. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's good. Hey, one other thing is, would would GoNet Speed have the the type support the type of modem that has the VoIP so you can plug yeah. your phone into it and all that, so you wouldn't have an issue with that. Well, again, you, when you say plug your phone into it, you'll plug like an UMA device into it, a VoIP technology into your internet service, and it can be GoNet Speed service. It's actually going to go into your firewall. So, so you'd have to go to an UMA rather than stay like what I have with uh, Frontier is it's it's sort of transparent, you know. Right. It's uh, but there's a little thing on the modem that that looks yeah. like a phone symbol. So I'm right. just wondering if it's a plug and play or where you have to uh, do additional. Uh, you have to do additional. You have to go ahead and do that UMA technology or Jack. Go ahead and get rid of your cop, your old old line there, and just stick with cellular. Well, I would love to do that, except that the uh, people, uh, the colonial mindset here in Glastonbury, are our cell phone service is not very good right now. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, can't They're win. They're still debating That's over it. whether to put a cell phone tower in. You know how what to make it look like. You know they want somebody wanted to make it look like a silo. And somebody else said, no, that looks more well, like a, fi- a phallic symbol. So you <laughs> well, just so you know, too, Jack. <laughs> Poor Glastonbury. Uh, just so you know, too, that you could also do uh, cellular over Wi-Fi these days. Most phones are smart enough to yeah. do that. So you don't need to have good cell service anymore in your home. You can simply connect to whatever service you're going to use over your internal Wi-Fi signal and make calls mm-hmm. over your Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's a very good point because yeah. I, my phone does support that. You know, yeah. So. Oh well, there, you're golden there you go. then. You're golden. Who needs a tower? Who All needs right. who needs a silo? <laughs> <laughs> and and if you really want to see a cell tower that that's just desperate to try to look like something else, yeah, there's one off of uh, Route 44 between uh, Winstead and Norfolk. Is it a pine tree looking like pine a, pine tree? a tall pine tree? Yeah. Oh, it it. it, it I, I break out in laughter every yeah. time I see it because yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Camouflage. So hope that helps you, Jack. I mean, all right. Yeah. No, that's great. Good luck. All right. Well, thank you very much. You got it. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah. I mean, we just were told by Eversource that our electric rates are going to be doubled and we don't have any other sources of power. There's no competition there either. Oh. So 
I mean, at some point, this is all going to change, guys. We it's we got to yeah. get smarter about how we do things. So you finally have a choice of internet service providers. The reason yeah. all this stuff is changing is thanks to GoNetSpeed. It really is. Yeah. Uh, so every time I see a truck drive by, I mean, in the summer, I would have waved at the guys. I literally said, thank you. Right? I mean, just thank you for coming in and competing against the incumbents. You had three incumbents, really, maybe four. You've got Cox, Comcast, Cox, Comcast Frontier. Frontier, uh, Spectrum slash Charter. Right, but you only really had two choices if you were lucky wherever you live. You now have a third, and magically, you're getting internet for as low as $39 a month. Huh. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it, exactly. So thank GoNetSpeed for that. We're going to be here to 11. Get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. Four lines open for you. Everything's posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us on Facebook and you like Tab Computer Systems and Zuckerberg still deems it worthy, it should get into your newsfeed. And, of course, you can follow us on Elon's Twitter. It will get into your newsfeed. No matter what we say or do or post, it'll get there. We'll be right back. And now, a WTIC News Update. 9.30, Hartford temperature, 34 degrees. What was his name there? Optimus, yes. <laughs> he sounded like Optimus Prime, I swear. Uh, I don't think I sound like Optimus Prime. Someone told me I sounds like who it, Woods or something like that. James, James Woods. Woods. <laughs> so, okay. But 96.5 HD2. Or, of course, you can listen to us on the Odyssey app. We're there as well. We're over on the WTIC Facebook page as well. Join us out there. Post your questions out there as well. Help your fellow Listeners over there on WTIC's Facebook page, and uh, you know, lots, lots of abilities to communicate and connect over here at WTIC, which is the greatest thing about 1080. So, as usual and customary, we talk about technology news, Dennis. Yes, we do. And uh, Brian and company had uh, William Tong in the studio uh, this week. I heard the interview where Attorney General Tong was very happy about the $392 million privacy settlement with Google. You know, 40 states were able to say to Google, hey, guys, you got to stop you know, taking people's information and they're not aware of it. You turn off all your privacy settings. You tell Google to stop tracking me. You tell Google to you know, leave me alone. And they were still tracking you. Really? Yeah, of course they were. Oh. And these attorneys general all got together, 40 of them, and they were able to literally prick Google very tiny with a $392 <laughs> million dollar privacy settlement, which, by the way, is the largest in history. But it really is a drop in the that, bucket. That's like an hour's profit for the entire company. So yes. that's why we're joking about it. And they, of course, Google promised to start making their location tracking disclosures clearer starting in, when do you think? Uh, 2025? <laughs> you would think immediately, right? Because that, that well, big settlement was so expensive, right. $392 million. You, I don't want to get hit with that again. When you have a settlement, you right. have terms, and you know what it is that you're supposed to say. Yes. So, so why don't you just start saying it? Right now, right? Yeah. 2023. They're going to wait. They're going to make it clearer. Now, they just promise clearer. to make it clearer. Yes. Oh. So $391 million gets you clearer in 2023. <laughs> Nice job, guys. Uh, we appreciate your work. <laughs> um, and again, it was it's, it's these companies need to get smacked around, but you didn't smack them much. I mean, you literally right. pricked them. I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it cost us a lot of money to get this, but hey, all right, six million coming to Connecticut when they don't know what they're going to use it for. They, they have some sort of. Uh, he really wasn't very clear as to where the money was going to go to benefit the people of Connecticut, whose privacy was, you know. I don't know. Trampled May, on. Maybe find every Google mobile customer 
<laughs> Give us a dollar. Send them a send them a check. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, three million people in Connecticut. We get six million dollars. You can do the math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that'll buy you not even a cup of coffee. Nope. Uh, well, it will at, at certain stores. Gotcha. So in other news, I just found this amazing, right? So as we sue Google because of privacy, Mass, the health officials in Massachusetts, worked with Google. They're being sued because they were using Google. Massachusetts health officials were using Google to secretly install COVID spyware on a million phones. Wait, there's COVID spyware? Yes, they want to make sure that you were getting your shots and making sure you were not going outside and mingling with people and spreading the COVID around. So they have this app that they were they're throwing on your phone, whether you like it or not. The Massachusetts Department of Public Health is facing a class action lawsuit alleging that the use of Google technology, the technology that we were just sued them for, for $392 million because they were using it without our permission, that same technology was being used covertly by the health department to track your hiney. Now, here's here's a dumb question. Was yeah. Massachusetts one of those 40 states as part I, of that settlement? So I tried to find that out, right? That would be even the more rich irony. Uh, right. It had to be, right? Of, of 40 states, you think Massachusetts wasn't going to get a couple million? I mean, I would bet my third kid that they did get some money. Um, but the, the irony is ridiculous here. So, I, I mean, yeah. the Department of Public Health, Chuck this uh, COVID-19 app on your phone and track you, whether you liked it or not, a million phones using the same technology. A million phones? Yep. That's Whoa. what the lawsuit says. Uh, so we'll put both of these articles up there. You can read them. But you just got to love it, right? It's almost, it's like, come on, guys. You're, you're <laughs> suing Google for, for, for tracking <laughs> privacy, you know, get, you know, tracking us where we didn't want to be tracked, yet you're still using the technology to track your the folks anyways. I mean, most of us are out there saying, of course, Eric, that's what they do. I know. I know. I know that. You and I know that. But too many people don't know. You know, and then you had the I would I would think our attorney general would have talked about this too during during the, the interview, right? Hey, you know, I hear I hear Massachusetts getting sued for using that technology. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nope, that didn't come up. Um, so we'll put these links up here for you guys and and you can read them and uh, and read them and weep. And yes, Google, three hundred and ninety two million dollars lighter. Yeah. Wow, that'll Ooh. really hurt them. That'll do it. <laughs> um, what else you got there, Dennis? Well, we, you and I talk about the the effective hazards of cryptocurrency. Yes. Um, and one of the things that we've discussed many times mm-hmm. is that it is the fuel right. for ransomware. Extortion, ransomware, there, yep. There is no possibility of ransomware without something like cryptocurrency to be untraceable money. Right. Okay. Right. You'd have to actually take a bag of duffel bag of money and drop it by the 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 phone booth. Oh, the, the phone booths exist anymore. You have to drop it by uh, <laughs> some sort of garbage can, and then of course the FBI will be watching that. They'll arrest you, and you won't ever be able to do anything. But crypto, you can just go ahead and send it to Uzbekistan anytime you want. Right, and and that's really the problem. There was no massive ransomware problem right until cryptocurrency crypto. came into existence. Right. Well, it turns out that there's something else that cryptocurrency is fueling. Okay. That is a major, major problem. Okay. And that is North Korea's nuclear program. You're kidding. No. Uh, Apparently, according to a story I have from CNET, North Korea has constructed a rather vigorous cryptocurrency empire. And it (laughs) it is just raging through the internet. They're They've stolen Bitcoin and and uh, 
I believe, Ethereum mm-hmm. from all kinds of places. Did they steal the FFT token from FTX? Oh, they probably sure didn't steal about that. that but... I heard it was worth billions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I well, digress. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, if they lost money on that deal, well, that's great. But, yeah. Um, but they're using it to actually fuel their nuclear program. Right. And they do that because there are so many sanctions against them. They essentially don't have access to any financial markets in the world. Right. Not even in places like China. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they're trying to finance their nuclear weapons program, they're getting you know, cryptocurrency and they're trickling it out through different money laundering schemes mm-hmm. and then they can work on their nuclear weapons. Gotcha. And and that's just another one of the moral hazards with cryptocurrency. Right. It's and ridiculous. it's it's a big, that's a big problem. Yeah. It's huge. I mean if if North Korea decides to nuke South Korea we can that's, thank cryptocurrency. That's millions for that. of lives that will be lost right. because of cryptocurrency. All right, guys. So if you haven't watched enough to realize that the fake money out there is fake money, I mean, you know, you're watching. Uh, I've I heard a story too. Speaking of cryptocurrency, where they're going to try to sue the spokespeople for FTX, which I think is oh, kind of silly. Yeah. But um, you know, there are some spokespeople out there. If you remember, uh, I, I remember this. Matt Damon did a whole thing on uh, the Super Bowl about being bold with cryptocurrency. That's yet oh, another. And, that's and, another uh, company. Yeah. There. There were. Uh... Oh, who was the guy who did uh, the movie uh, Do the Right Thing? Hmm. I can't remember the director of that. A couple of years ago on, I think on Super Bowl ads, he was promoting some kind of a service that would allow you to buy and sell crypto through ATM machines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing that in Europe. They're doing that in England. Yeah. We had a guest on. Remember, Rupert was talking about that. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, yeah. So they're going to go after the spokespeople who tricked you into buying Fake money. So, again, a fool in your money. Bill Gates has always said crypto is greater fool theory. So if you think Larry David, if you're going to watch Larry David telling you to buy cryptocurrency and then you're going to invest your life savings, people are actually starting GoFundMe pages because they lost tens of thousands of dollars of of actual money by putting it into this FTX and they're whining and crying about it. And they want Mm -hmm. us to to feel bad and give us – How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. 
at the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's leading ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Them are real money to cover the fact that they took their own real money and put it into fake money. Crimea River. Crimea yeah, River. I mean, here. this is ridiculous. Uh, and uh, so, guys, I don't know how many examples you need of crypto just being ridiculous, but even Binance, I was reading, 40% of their value that they say they have in quote-unquote reserves are in their own token. Right. That they can value whatever they want it to be. Right. They can they can say each token is a million dollars worth. And that's what FTX did, too. They said yeah. they had most of their tokens. They were they're worth $2 billion. That's what I deem them. Well, guys, that's not how that's not how the world works. So, uh, if you need any examples of North Korea ransomware, cryptocurrency makes no sense. You talk to any investor. Yes, I understand the blockchain, fine, but it's <laughs> the currency is a problem. So we do do IT geeks a favor and stop investing in it because you're killing us by making it worth something because we're spending all of our time protecting our customers from being ransomed. Yes, that's we, the, we do a lot of that. Right. When I started in this business, we were just making sure their printers worked. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. Now we're making sure they're not going to be ransomed. That's yeah. crazy. But yeah. that's what we're doing. Um, and their or their data being stolen. No, nobody cared about their data in, in uh, you know years ago. Who cared about the data? Mm-hmm. Well, now they know they can take the data and ransom it for cryptocurrency. So if we just get rid of cryptocurrency and made it impossible to trade, I think things would be a lot better. But that's just me as an IT guy. Yeah, and they don't ask me either, so no. I can't help you. So all these stories will be posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. We've got four lines wide open on this Saturday morning. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. Often a woman is more comfortable working with another woman. Hi, I'm Diane. Heating and air conditioning. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock. couple lines open for you. We were just talking about, you know, we were warning you guys because um, ISO New England warned us about rolling blackouts and all the things that we're going to be looking forward to this winter. And uh, we were just talking about getting natural gas, right? I mean, you know, we were told Malloy told everybody to go to natural gas. The state was giving us incentives to do that. Of course, the oil folks are not very happy about that. We have a lot of clients who are in the oil business. Um you know, and, and people are converting over to these natural gas solutions in their homes. And now, somehow, some way, there's still not enough natural gas coming into New England. And I was telling Dennis about a story in my neighborhood. There's a 16-inch main from Tennessee going through our neighborhood. And they send a pig down the line, they call it. And it, they, they send it down the line to sniff out anomalies in the pipe to see if there's any issues. And they happen to find an issue in my neighbor's yard, his front yard. And this neighbor knew he had the potential of having to deal with an issue. Thankfully, it just missed his driveway. But they put a hole in his yard that you would not believe. I mean, you could have fit like two school buses in this hole they had to dig up for this pipeline. So the, the lines are they're there, but we need more capacity to fire up these plants so that we're not paying 50% more to Eversource for our energy. Um, and guys, we... We we're, were told this is going to be the issue. Malloy right. was pushing natural gas when he well, was governor years ago, well, we and now knew, we're like, hey, we don't have enough gas? We knew it when the nuclear plants were being taken offline. I mean, right. come on. We're paying I premiums mean, for that, point, too. At some point, somebody had to wake up and say, we have to build this infrastructure up. 
Right. And we have to do it now. And nobody ever did it. So here we go. We're going to be, it's going to be, I joke about a car payment for your internet service. It's going to be a mortgage payment for your power. I mean, that's what they're paying in uh, Europe. So No, welcome to Connecticut. Let's go to your calls here, because, um, of course, you need juice to run your computers. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's important to people like us. <laughs> yeah, and mine, your, and mine your crypto. Let's go to Greg in Farmington. What's happening, Greg? Greg, you there? Greg. Uh-oh, I think we put Greg to sleep with our natural gas talk. Greg, go on once. See, he's on line one. We've had issues, Matt, with line one before. I'm going to put Greg on hold. Maybe you can see if he's still there. Um, let's go to Ed in Wallingford next Ed, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, sir. What can we do for you? Yeah, good morning. Hey, uh, morning. my daughter wants a printer for Christmas. Can uh, What's the best options? What do you think? Well, what's she going to print? What are you going to print? Just general stuff. Just general stuff? How old is yeah, she? Photo about my daughter. She's <laughs> How old are you? About, about 45 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you never know. I just figured I'd ask if it was, I don't know. I don't know how old you are, Ed. I haven't met you yet. I haven't met well, you. I'm in my 70s, okay? Oh, you sound young. Yeah, it's I do. A, you do. All right, so. I, I felt that way. There you go. I hear you. So basically, any kind of printer she wants. So we would tell you to avoid inkjet, um, but you could do EcoJet, right? The Epson. The Echo Tank. Echo Tank. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a better way to do inkjet. Yeah, it is inkjet. It's just a different kind of it. Yeah, and it's it's more economical. Yeah, or laser. Does she want color? Yes. All right, so you can get a color laser jet, um, probably for around five hundred or less. And the inkjet, the e- the uh, eco tanks are probably in that three hundred range. Three hundred, three fifty, I think. Yeah, so she's gonna get a nice gift from you, Ed. Uh, the Epson now is that the uh, is that kind of a recommended brand or? I've always had uh, HP, and they're just so ridiculous with their prices. Well, yeah, everything's ridiculous with their prices these days. But um, HP is a quality product that we recommend as well. We've had very good luck with them. And it, HP is typically very good at businesses that are using applications that kind of require specific printers mm-hmm. that, that are using a particular print markup language. So if you look at like maybe Black Friday deals at Staples for color laser jet printers – You'll probably be happy. You know, you can always compare them across Amazon and BJ's or wherever you go to your, you know, the big box stores. But you could probably get a deal for sub five hundred dollars for a laser jet. But you're going to spend a lot of money on the color ink cartridges, but they will last you. But the eco, the well, eco smart tanks are also a good way to do it. Yeah, with the eco tank, uh, you get several hundred pages out of a out of a tank, and they're not that expensive. And then with laser, you're going to get a couple thousand pages out of each cartridge. Right. And that'll that's probably even more economical. Okay, so. well, that that gives a kind of a direction to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. And are okay, you, well, does, does she really want a printer for Christmas? Well, kind of- <laughs> she she's got she's got a small business that she runs out of her house. Oh, okay. okay, there All you right. are. There you are. I can think of more fun presents than a printer, but all right. Makes sense. <laughs> Nothing like being I mean, practical. Money, you know, money always works. Yeah, money always works. That's cool. I can give you the cash and buy whatever you want. Ironically, if you gave her that much in for in dollars, she'd be able to go food shopping for about 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> hey, look, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Ed. 
All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. There's the youngster Ed there with his 45-year-old daughter. <laughs> I don't know. I just you came across younger than me in my, in I my mean, head. Yeah, someone someone just calls and asks what they're going to buy for their daughter. I mean, you have to ask. Yeah, I didn't want to. If it was a kid, it would be a different answer. Actually, it wouldn't have been too different, but... Um, yeah, we'll put those links up, up up there for good quality printers that are sub $500 that should be there for laser. But you will spend some surprising amounts of money on those inkjet cartridges. Um, but the, the printer just goes and goes and goes and goes. Yeah. It lasts, yeah. They just last forever. Yeah, laser jets are, are very trouble-free. And the mechanisms are good quality. So four lines open for you guys. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we'll do our best to help you out with your uh, computer comments, questions, and concerns, and Christmas gift suggestions. Um, <laughs> did you have anything you want to bring up, Dennis, as we wait for people's calls? I think there was a, that oh. uh, story you want to talk about, about the cable. Yeah. We, we, we were talking about cable and, and um, collusion you know, competition. And competition. And collusion. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turns out that um, there's a story in our Ars Technica mm-hmm. where a cable company executive at a firm – that doesn't that isn't like its own ISP. What they do is they build out fiber networks, and then uh, they operate the network for whoever owns it. And it's usually like a cooperative or a municipality or a county or something like that. Okay. And they build uh, they build primarily in rural areas mm-hmm. uh, because you know that's just where their where their money is. Yeah. And this guy that worked for one of these firms got an email by accident from another internet provider. Mm-hmm. The other internet provider was openly talking about how his about their efforts to squash right the incumbent uh, public funding by agencies like states mm-hmm. um, because they don't want there to be any competition. They right. don't want states financing these cooperatives. Right. Uh, to build out broadband in places that aren't reached. Mm-hmm. And the appearance certainly seems to be that these this well, at least this one company mm-hmm. uh, would rather would rather an area go without any broadband at all if they aren't the ones to be there. right. So they are willing to block anybody else and leave an area unserved right uh, just out of spite yep and and um, Anyway, it's it's all spelled out in the email that this guy got. <laughs> imagine imagine how much our sneakers would cost if that's how the sneaker sneaker industry worked. Or imagine how right. much any industry, if that was how it worked, how much it would cost. Right. But for some reason in in broadband in the year 2022, yes guys, internet is a thing. For some reason we're allowed to keep these companies as monopolies and we're okay with it. And you can see the benefit of GoNetSpeed coming into our market as what it's done to bring the cost down. And they had to probably, I don't know exactly how many fights they had to have, but they had to fight a lot of people who were getting paid a lot of money by these companies to politically, politically stop mm-hmm. it from happening, right? This yeah. is it's all politics. There's no reason. It's a 40-foot piece of wood, right? So is, there's no reason you can't put another wire on. A, have you seen, you know, Bangladesh? Have you ever seen how they run wires over there? There's no reason you can't put one more wire on a 40 foot piece of wood. Yes, there is a reason if it's done in Connecticut, right, or any anywhere where there's politics involved. Mm. So, you know, I was seeing posts this morning on Facebook about people wanting to come start their own power plant. Guys, you need to own the 40 foot piece of wood to do in anything. Order to do that, right. <laughs> And the the forty foot piece of wood is owned by two companies, Eversource 
well, three companies, Eversource, United Illuminating, and Frontier. Right. Those are the three companies that I understand own these pieces of wood. Now, if you're in Wallingford, you own your wood. You own your big 40-foot pieces of wood. Otherwise, I, I assume you do because you're actually transmitting power um, over those 40-foot pieces of wood. They should be doing their own municipal internet um, like Whip City Fiber did because, man, mm-hmm. you could give both high-speed internet to your, your folks in Wallingford as well as low-cost electricity. I mean, win-win. That's what Whip City Fiber did. Yeah. Um, you great, should be doing that. Great deal. So let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Ken in Windsor. What's happening, Ken? Well, a, a little bit more on these uh, printers. Yes, sir. Um, and and also just about um, power stealing or, you know, these devices that are left on for extended periods of time. Yeah, vampire what are vampire devices, yeah. Yeah, yeah vampire devices. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, I have a a few different printers and I do have an Epson inkjet and I do have a, a brother laser and another la- label printer and all that. Nice. And, and uh, I'm going to be gone for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to shut all the things off that are, you know, the vampires. Yeah. But my understanding uh, with this Epson inkjet is that it does maintenance on itself while it's uh, sitting there. And that if I shut it off, it may actually just freeze up, or the inks will dry up in there. Mm-hmm. Because you you do hear it periodically when you're not using it go yep. through some kind of a maintenance function. Yep, that's all true. So you yeah. you so, do want to keep that running. Okay, so that should be left on. I I have not had problems with it. I've been very delighted with it. Um, good. It's been a very good printer. Unfortunately, I wanted to replace it with an eco tank. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I haven't found an eco tank that has all the features that this one has. Uh, you know, it's an all-in-one. Yeah. And it does, does a wonderful job. Nice. Um, but but um, I had to roll back the uh, firmware in it so I could use any ink cartridge in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Smart, smart. Okay. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it just got ridiculous, the price of the cartridges. And uh, I was surprising that, you know, they want you to update it right away. It keeps giving you this message. And anybody that uses it, I tell them, do not say yes to that display. You know, do not touch that button. Right, because what he's talking about, guys, is that the printer will then not allow any non-Epson cartridge to be used in it. So if you have, uh, if you're refilling cartridges or you're using, you know, off-brand cartridges, the printer says, oh, I don't think, I don't see that as an Epson cartridge and I'm not going to let you print, which is, again, ridiculous, right? They're, they're forcing you to buy their their, their uh, stuff. However, we had stories during the, the pandemic, right, where HP actually rolled back that technology because they were doing the same thing with their laser jet um, toner, right? I think it was their toner cartridges. They said you couldn't use third party. Uh, it was, uh, well, it might have been HP, but I know that um, Canon was doing it. Oh, Canon. Yeah. And they they allowed it because you, you couldn't even get Canon cartridges. Yes, because they couldn't get the chips to put into the cartridges right to, to lock them well, down so well you know the sad part of it is that if one of those if you're using the authentic ones and your machine is set up where it only will use authentic ink cartridges yeah if one if one of those ink cartridges runs out of ink it 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 doesn't allow you to scan documents I know. You, can't, <laughs> you can't use yeah. the scanner it, it holds becomes, you hostage it becomes a brick yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You just bricked it. Jeez. Yeah, you're hot. For some reason, all the other ink cartridges don't work. All right, Ken, we got to go, but thank you for uh, checking in. Yeah. All right, thank you. You got it. Good day. Now. You too. Bye bye.
Isn't that crazy? Your printer would hold you hostage. And I would ask uh, Ken to take a look at that lineup uh, because there are a lot of all-in-ones in that lineup now. Oh, very good. There's a lot of models. In the EcoTanks. In the EcoTanks. I mean, there's like seven or eight of them for home and office, and, and there's just a whole bunch more classes. Awesome. Very good. Well Peter Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, feel free to get online, uh, 860-522-9842, and we'll do our best to help you out. Or you can post your question over on the Facebook page. It's over at WTIC's Facebook page. We are live. Go ahead right into the comments area. You can post your question there. You could have a fellow listener answer it, too. Who knows? Um, It's kind of the neat thing about a forum, as it were. It's a collaborative effort. Yeah. Um, you can also get uh, the everything we talked about over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com. And of course, if you subscribe to our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, generally, wherever you get your podcasts, you can subscribe to this podcast. And, you know, if you have something, if you want to have it running in the background while you're doing something important, um, I wouldn't advise that. Um, if you're doing something important, you wouldn't want to listen to the show. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> if you want to listen to us anytime, whether it be riding your bike or walking or, I mean, we always get calls from people who are, uh, what's this? there's a guy who, who walks a track. He's probably out there today who calls us in from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can subscribe to the podcast and it'll get to your device, whatever device that may be. And when you've got nothing better to do, you can turn, turn Dennis and I on and have us screaming forever talking about geeks and polls and, you know, <laughs> Pole neutrality and all that fun stuff. Let's go to uh, your calls. Let's go to Robert in New Hartford first. What's happening, Robert? Hello. Uh, yeah, I hope you could help me with something. Uh, yeah. I'm getting repeat messages purportedly from the Microsoft account team that says that a uh, an IP in Russia is logging into my account and I'm supposed to report them. Is there a phone uh, they, number they're giving you? They give me a button to push, and I, I don't push the button because, frankly, if this is a phony, I don't want to get involved in anything. Yeah, it is a phony. Okay. Well, um, that, that's good there. Now, if, if, I, uh, if I have my computer open, um, can somebody from Russia log into it? Oh, they've been doing that for years. Well, they can't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, so anything, anytime your computer's on, there's always a potential for somebody right to be involved with it, depending on what type of protections you have in place. So what you, I suspect what you're seeing is called a browser hijack. Mm-hmm. Some sort of browser hijack is showing you this message, and then when you click on it, you're going to get another message, maybe a phone number to call, and you're going to literally invite the bad guys into your machine. Okay, so that's what I thought. That's yeah. why I haven't responded to it. Now, yeah. somebody had advised me that I should be changing the password to my computer every couple of months. Do you do you think that's necessary? Well, that'll drive you nuts. Um, that's yeah. not necessary. Not yeah, necessary. that's not. As a matter of fact, um, it... it the general advice, even from security professionals, is that frequent password changes is just not as good a security method as other considerations, such as the length of the password. Mm-hmm. The longer a password is, the harder it is to break mathematically. So use know. a passphrase. So use a passphrase. I mean, something in excess of 12 characters. Right. Uh, okay. Like computer talk with tab rocks. 
right? That's a nice Yeah, password. that would be a nice long Exclamation password, point. and that would be very hard to break. Except somebody's already got that one, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we yeah, just right. announced it over the air. But the thing is, Robert, so <laughs> the issue that you really have to be worried about is not a bad guy hacking into your computer. It's more likely you're going to invite them in. Mm-hmm. Okay. The message you're dealing with is a browser hijack, so we need you to clear your browser cache. So yeah. that this stops happening. And now, how did you get it, right? How did, how did you get this browser hijacked? Well, you surfed somewhere. You shouldn't. No, no. It just came in as an email. Oh, it was an email. An email. It wasn't yeah. in a browser. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I, I use this computer only for uh, legitimate purposes, and I don't okay. play games on it, and I don't do this, that, and the other Good. thing. So I'm, well, I'm, I'm a big chicken as far as that's concerned. But this, right. came in, this keeps coming in as an email. It's come in now yeah, four is spam. times in the last month. Market is spam. No one's going to ever email you saying the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go ahead and mark that as spam and ignore it. And keep in mind, there are no companies out there that nice to say, hey, call us. We've detected a problem on your system. Okay, doesn't Microsoft exist. doesn't do that. Nobody does that. Nobody does it Nobody. anywhere, anytime, at all. No, I found it. I found it very difficult to try to get in touch with somebody from Microsoft. Right. I think I think yes. I've heard that you fellows say that that's the normal thing and so forth. That I, is the normal. Do you want to hold on through the news, Robert? Uh, yeah, I could because I have two other questions. All right, we're going to put Robert on hold. We'll be right back. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, 
empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.